Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
traveler passing by Here isn't my home oh.
Churches need the power of the Holy Ghost. This world needs the power of the Holy Ghost. America needs the power of the Holy Ghost. Our families need the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, baptize us with the power of the Holy Ghost and fire. Lord, baptize us with the power of the Holy Ghost and fire. We can't witness without the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. Multitudes can't be healed and delivered without the power of the Holy Ghost. There will be no holiness without the power of the Holy Ghost. There will be no peace or joy without the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, prophetic words come through the power of the Holy Ghost. Correction and direction comes from the power of the Holy Ghost. Revival needs the power of the Holy Ghost. Baptize us with the power of the Holy Ghost and fire of the Holy Ghost. Lord, Come now and baptize us with the power of the Holy Ghost and fire as we wait in your presence in humble adoration. even tell the value. That's how I feel, Lord, because it has opened my eyes 
He have touched my heart. Lord, your word says that we will perish for lack of knowledge. And as I have studied and read, I realize, Father, that that is such a truth. Lord, we just give you the praise and the honor. I just want to make sure that you are listening and that the sound is okay. Uh, because tonight is a very special night. I am overwhelmed with the truth that God has allowed me to, I will say that God has imparted into my life. And I just thank you so much. I am so grateful to the God we serve that he never forget us. That when we have the right heart, when everything that we do, we do it to please him. He never forget us. And many times when we forget him, he will never forget us. I really want you to prepare yourself tonight because that Bible verse that says that we will perish for lack of knowledge, this is so real to me. I gave my life to the Lord so many years ago and no one explained to me about this topic. There are very few churches in America that are talking about it. And the key to our deliverance is to have the knowledge to know what to do and when to do it. To know who we are fighting against. He knows my heart and he knows that I am overwhelmed of joy and gratefulness that I can share this information with you. He's never late. He's never late. I can't thank him enough for all the things that he has done. I can sit here today and say to the Lord, there are no words to describe the miracles that you are doing in my life. I am overwhelmed because anything that comes into my life, I see it as coming from him. But if, because if he didn't send it, he allowed it. 
I just want to ask you to please pay attention. By the time that I finish the little bit that I'm going to share with you, probably you're going to have a headache because I did. I did because my question is, how come no one told me this before? How come I experienced so many things that they all came from this source? And I was not aware. But that's why I fall in love with him every minute. Because he never forget us. I honestly can sit here and say that the mighty God of Israel is with us. That every time that he showed me new things, I am overwhelmed. I am grateful because I don't want you to go through what I have been through because I didn't know better. And tonight we ask the power of the Holy Spirit to take over. Lord, you know how I feel. You know the things that I have told you because I don't want to be me the one that is going to be giving this information out. But I want the Holy Spirit to be in control of every word that comes out of my mouth. Lord, we ask you to cleanse our mind, our brain, heal our brain. Give us a new heart. Take away everything that it is not of you. But above all things, Lord, do a miracle today so we can understand clearly that you are warning us, that you are really giving us the tools to succeed in you to be a light, to help other people. This is not about me, this is not about you, this is about helping someone else. Even as we sit here, Lord, I don't think that Today is the day that if you don't come through for me and you are the one that takes over and speak. I am so overwhelmed that I don't know what to say, where to start and where to stop. Because I know that you are the head of this ministry. You will guide us. And I declare, decree that everyone that is going to listen today or either in another time, another day, in social media, Lord, that it's never too late. It's never too late 
who ask you to come into our heart. It's never too late to say that we are tired of living and doing the things we want. That we want you to come and take over our lives. For you to be the one that is gonna guide us every day. That you will hold our hand and walk with us until the day that we see you face to face. But I know that it's a lot of work to do, Lord, while we're here. That because the situation that are coming ahead, we are going to, we need to be prepared to help other people. To take them out of where we have been and we have suffered, but they don't need to suffer because now you have given us the tool. Please, Lord, I need you. Don't let me speak anything that it is not of you. Touch our mouth, our ears, our eyes, our heart to receive from you. I thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you because you're never late. Thank you for the miracles that you have done this week, Father God, in this ministry. Thank you for the miracles that you do every hour, every minute. Because we have seen your hand working quickly. And Father, we thank you for that. But you know that this project, Lord, it is a journey. It is your journey. It is your vision. It is what you requested. And Lord, we need discernment to do what, it, what you want and what it is right. I need to bring that vision alive. And only you can do that. There is no hand of man in this ministry. It has always been your hand. You're the one that has provided. You're the one that has worshiped. You are the one that everything we have done, it has come from you. It is an honor to serve you. It is an honor to obey you. And Lord, here we are, please. Holy Spirit, show us about this new level. And Lord, that this information will not fall in empty vessels, but it will be vessels that are listening, taking notes, to bring it to someone else, Lord. You will make us responsible of everything we hear. You make us responsible of the things you speak. And we take it slightly or for granted. 
But tonight, tonight, Holy Spirit, again and again, Lord, I need you. I need you, I need you, I need you. My agenda has to be taken to the side. And your voice and your agenda needs to take over. In Jesus' mighty name, Father God, I pray for all of those that are listening. Oh, Father God, please, please, I ask you to open their eyes, to open their ears, and above all things, to touch their heart that they will be able to receive from you in Jesus' mighty name. Again, amen, amen. We love you, Lord. We adore you. And we thank you, Father God, for this revelation. We thank you for the leader uh, notes that you always give me for your people, Lord. Like I always say, it's a miracle that we are here. It's a miracle that we are alive. It is a miracle that we have been able to go on and fulfill our destiny, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, you know the need. You know the need. And it is a spiritual need for us to receive in Jesus' mighty name. We give you praise and we cover everyone and their families with the blood of Jesus. And we pray over you and over your families, your job, everything that concerns you. We pray a wall of fire and a hedge of protection. Lord, that with the revelation that is coming forth, they will always be protected. They will be always under the shadow of the Almighty, not only them, but their families in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I'm going to start with uh, a couple of things that the Lord always gives me to share with you. And I have a question, and the question is, what happened to generational demons when the people die? What happened to generational demons when the people die? I want you to think because this walk with God, you're going to have to do a lot of thinking and a lot of listening to the voice of God that is inside of you. Generational demons, when the people that have those demons inside of them, they die before those demons die, because they don't die, but because the person die, they are already very well organized to choose somebody else in the family for those demons to go to. I want you to see that. Visualize that. Because they never die, they go from one person to another. So now in your mind, you can understand how this works about curses. 
because these curses, they never die. So if your father or your mother had a problem, whatever it is, or uh, uncle or grandparent, when they died, that spirit that is in them, look for a family member to go into. I think that with this, you will have clarity about what we have been talking all this time. This is what the Lord tell, told me uh, a couple of hours ago as I was worshiping and just talking to him because I, I was telling him how much I need him tonight because I feel overwhelmed with the information. And he said that to tell you that as the days are approaching, okay, uh, the witchcraft movement is increasing that the time is coming where it's going to be so hard to distinguish between what is real and what is fake. And he said that these people that are involved in the occult are more faithful to Satan than the body of Christ is to God. And I know that this, is, this is true. They pray every night from 12 to 3. And there is no distance for them to go to a conference or to give money or to give of their time. When these people are entrusted with this gift from the enemy, God says, tell them that they are all in because they know that there is no turning back. I heard a while back one of these people that was saying that they cannot reveal information to anyone because they, she was being interviewed. And she said, no, I can't, I can't, because they were asking, so how this? No, mm -mm. they cannot. And he says, so what will happen to you if you reveal some of that information? And the word, it was, uh, I will be tortured. And I don't even want to think about it because I have failed him. And you know him is Satan. And the Lord was explaining to me how the occult is by levels. When a person has a high rank, you can never, ever, ever, ever leave the witchcraft or Satan, however you want to say it. Never. Only those that are in lower levels are allowed to leave. And I know that with God, everything is possible. And we know that. And the reason God was explaining this to me because I was talking to him and something came to my mind that there is, I have seen so many people that has been uh, witches or involved in witchcraft 
or uh, Satanism or all of that, that all of the sudden they have found Jesus. So I've been talking to God about that. And my question to God is, Lord, how do we know that they are really delivered? And what I felt he was saying is that we need to be careful with the people. Because do you think that it is possible that they have been sent by the enemy as a so-called Christian to deceive us and to gain members for Satan? This is something I don't have the answer. I'm just putting that out there for you to think about it. I want you to ask questions to God all the time. I do. But I, I'm going to tell you something, and I might be wrong, but I have seen some of these people that have come come back or dedicated their life to um, the Lord. And you said, have you seen anything? I, I am a person that God allows me to feel. And when I look at this situation or at these people, I feel something inside of me telling me, be careful. And I don't want to think that I am right. But if God is warning me, it's something that we need to think about it. So please, it's going to come now to a level that if you don't have discernment and wisdom, we will not be able to say what it is of God and what is not of God. I heard the, someone saying today that we have 22 days left for the um, gasoline, not really gas, gasoline, but the one that uh, the trucks use. We have 22 days left to run out of I uh, forgot the name of the, but you know what I'm talking about. So I figured it out and 26, 22 more days, it's going to be the weekend of Thanksgiving. Thank you. Diesel. They are running out of diesel. And why are they running out of diesel on the 26th? The weekend of Thanksgiving? something to think about. I was listening to something, and, and honestly, I don't remember because I miss one of the, we're gonna talk about today. About marine demons. 
we're going to talk about the marine kingdom. And I was shocked that before the Lord put this in my heart, because I wasn't sure I've been dealing with this for a while and asking the Lord, Lord, because you see, it's not about what you teach, but the timing of what you teach is very important. Two years ago, or maybe before I got ill, I don't think that I could handle this truth. But just because of my situation for two years, the Lord has opened my mind to see beyond what I knew before. And the importance to know that all these curses and situations that we go through, they're coming from somewhere. That what the church said when we became born again, that everything was going to be okay. That as long as you ask Jesus to come into your heart, everything is going to be okay. That was a lie. So it's taking me a while for all this time from when I became born again 40 years ago, whatever time, 30, 20, that to, to comprehend why did they say that to you? How come they haven't teach you about all of this? And then we'll be, we have been bound and, and, and we don't know what's going on. We love God. We want to serve God. But we are not free. So where is this coming from? I am praying about recommending a book to all of you. But I always wait on God. Because not every book that God allows me to read, it's for you. And it is not because I am better than anybody else. That doesn't have nothing to do with being better. It has to do is that that can confuse someone. And that person can get in trouble. That person can say, I don't want nothing to do with God anymore. How come God didn't tell me about this demonic entities and he allowed me to suffer all this time. So we need to be very, I'm very, very wise when I recommend something. It could be a video. It could be anything that has been a blessing to me. I need to be very, very wise when I recommend it to someone else. So if God allows me to recommend that book, I personally feel that everyone should read this book at this time, but it is not what I think. It is what God say. So we're going to talk about marine demons. I was listening. I'm sorry. I was saying that I was listening to something I don't remember. But they were talking about the three countries 
that there are many, okay? There are many countries, but they talk about three. I only remember two. The other one is somewhere in Africa that it was not, that name was not familiar to me. And it is Cuba and Haiti. And when I was listening to this person, I, I only listened for a little bit because honestly, I just don't like to listen to those things. But this guy from Haiti, he was saying from Haiti that it's easy in Haiti for one of these people to make you a human into a bird or an animal. That the level of witchcraft that it is in that place is not known to the majority of the Christians. I wonder why they suffer and it is the poorest country in the world. But we're, we're going to talk about the marine spirit. And I'm going to take my time because I myself am overwhelmed, but I need you to hear. It says, and I'm going to be reading because there was no way I can explain this to you. Only by the grace of God. Okay. We know that when uh, the world was uh, created by God, the spirit of God, he moved upon the face of the waters. Okay. Just keep that in your mind. Water itself is not that which is evil. It doesn't have nothing, especially if you live by the river or you live on an island. I come from an island. You need deliverance. And you'll know why. And you need to ask God to cleanse you. And we're going to do that. So, But I want you to know. So the water is not the evil one, but it is the power, the spiritual powers that control the seas. There are powers linked to the waters and they are called marine demons. Even though they are in the water, they can still affect the land. When men invite them through conscious or unconscious pacts and decision. People that live by the rivers of the water of any, any place that they have water. Okay. You will find this spirit. And the problem is that the churches in that area, they are not aware 
of their activities. It is the, the responsibility of the church to be aware that any island they need to, it has to be dealt with in the spiritual realm. The marine kingdom is one of the most spectacular kingdoms created by God. The beauty that is under the water, it's, it's, and you know, those that likes to um, go under the water and look at all of that, they come back and they know that these are things that are um, things that they can never thought they could find under the water. So these demons, they love, they're demons that have been assigned to the waters, okay? And for some reason, we humans have brought them to the earth because we have made deals with them. Knowing or not knowing. Water is a symbol of life because there can be no life apart from water. So it should not be surprising to us that demons will pervert this truth and use the waters to bring death and destruction. That's their job. Remember that the earth is was founded upon the seas and established upon the floods. Anything that is happening in the water is happening on the earth. The devil has a plan to capture the heart of the city. That's his plan. And I'm going to read something that those that know a little bit about New York, I live there and some of you did too. Let me read this, what it says here. This is a comment. It says, the mafia in 1950 devised a plan to rule over the waterfronts with violence, financial greed, and murder. Who were they influenced by? It is possible that the water spirits of murder and destruction took over because we know that the mafia, it was not only in New York, but it was all in Chicago, but those places, and you see they were all places that have water. So what is the job of the marine demons? sexual perversion and drunkenness operate in those places that there's water around. In Boston, Provincetown is a beautiful place. And I always wonder why all of the sudden homosexuals move there. 
They walk down the streets, holding hands and kissing and doing everything. Why? Because the marine demons are in control of that area. And sexual perversion is part of it. Let me name some uh, American uh, uh, cities in America that are strongholds of perversion, violence, drug addiction, witchcraft, and rebellion. And many of these cities, they have water. San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, Miami, New Orleans, and Chicago. International cities such as Amsterdam, Rio de Janeiro, Istanbul, Cape Town, and Mumbai are examples of city controlled by marine spirits. These cities are a gateway cities that include ports. There is a great degree of spiritual traffic through these gateways. Marine spirits must be challenged and bound if we are to see revival come to these cities. These cities are involved in violence, blood, murder, rape, slavery. Why? Because of that's what the marine spirit that are the owners of those city or they live under the water do that's their job thousands listen to this one and when i read this this is what i said no i need to because this is dear to me thousands of slaves were thrown overboard through the slave trade wealth including gold and silver has been transported across the ocean's land. Illegal drugs have been transported across the sea. Marine spirits promote murder and greed. Bloodshed causes defilement. Many waters have been defiled by blood, which gives marine spirits strength to operate. There have been many covenants made with spirits connected to the waters. Waters are gateways to cities and nations, and Satan will always try to possess those gates. He will place some of his strongest demons in these gates. Gates control the flow, in and out of the region. Waters and sea represent that which is secret and hidden. There are many mysteries and secrets hidden under the water. People are often attracted to bodies of water to perform rituals. Many people go to islands and take cruises to engage in sexual sin and fornication. There is much fornication performed on the waters. There are many spirits that are represented by sea creatures. 
It is the nature of these spirits to remain secret and hidden. They are often hard to discern and detect. And I want you to listen. Many of these spirits have the form of a sea serpent, a fish, amphibians, crocodiles, crabs, squid, frogs, eels, and other creeping things. They are also spirits that look like half fish and half men, called mermaids or hybrids. This is because the spirit seeks, seek to intermingle with men and corrupt society. I want you to pay attention how everything, you see, I needed to know this before I could even teach the class. Why? Because I said, God, I, you need to prove to me this is from you. That this is not another book or this is not something. So that's why I'm going to details on you because I need you to know to know, to know how much these demons are affecting society and especially the Christians. Lord, thank you, Jesus. When we talk about what is in the waters, we don't need to know, we need to know that God is not mad at the octopus and at the fish and at the whales. Uh-uh-uh. Remember that God is mad at Leviathan, which is a spiritual entity. But you know that he's going to be crushed by God. Okay? But I know that you need to know this. He's talking about here the Leviathan and Rehab are arrogant sea monsters. And these two, Leviathan and uh, Rehab, they have multitudes of demons that help them in their resistance to the purpose of God. They are so proud. Remember when you hear the word Leviathan, Pride is number one. God, God is against the proud. How will we deal with marine spirits? By fasting and praying. Okay. This is fasting and praying. I uh, read in this book something that I know you're going to be as surprised as I was um, because there is a story here where the big or, or maybe let's say the, mo the most important marine spirits uh, areas are. And uh, I personally was a little bit shocked when I read this. Because it has to do with an island. And I am, I'm going to read and I'm going to tell you if you have heard this story. And I know you all have heard the story 
about the Bermuda Triangle? Look what it says here. The deepest parts of the earth are the Puerto Rican Trench and the Mariana Trench. The Puerto Rican Trench lies under the Bermuda or Devil's Triangle. It's 27,000 feet and the Marina Trench lies under the Devil's Sea of the island of Guam. And it is 36,000 feet deep. I'm going to read that again because you see, after you hear this, anything else that, that we're going to study, it will be like, wow, to you. And you will be able to receive because I said, no, where is this coming from? Okay, I'm going to say the deepest parts of the earth are the Puerto Rican Trench and the Mariana Trench. The Puerto Rican Trench lies under the Bermuda or Devil's Triangle. And we know how many airplanes, how many uh, boats, how many ships, they have disappeared there. Where are those people? They have been prepared to be sent back to deceive the Christians. The, the Devil's Triangle, which is the Bermuda Triangle, is 27 feet deep. And then the Mariana, which is in the island of Guam, is 36 feet deep. Huge canyons continue out under the ocean or at mouth of the Hudson. Hudson, Delaware and St. Lawrence and the Congo River. I'm going to say that. There are other places that are deep like that. It's Hudson, Delaware, St. Lawrence, and Congo Rivers. Geographically speaking, the gates of Sheol, of hell, with the shortest corrid corridors to inner earth will be under the seas that we have mentioned. I want you to think and process that. The gates of hell. But he explained the shortest corridors. It's not the biggest one because there are other places will be there. Those who control the seas control the world. The Portuguese and the Spanish and the English all had great fleets and built great empires. The United States and Russia were at one time locked in a battle for supremacy of the seas through nuclear submarines. 
these nations even name the submarines and you know that this is this name it's 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 uh, coming around now poseidon and polaris and i heard that russia is using them at this time satan also has sea patrols name in the bible they are leviathan and rehab i want you to think that Leviathan and Rahab are the, the bosses, let's say. And I have all uh, Bible, uh, Bible uh, verses that I can tell you, but I, I wanna just give you later on I'm going to go into details. I, I need you to know this is from God. Um, okay. Why would God pass through the sea in judgment? God has promised to smite Leviathan in the sea. These proud entities must bow to the power of God. But we have the power to release judgment against them. These scriptures show that there are entities that work from water and they're called marine spirit. And they have operated from generations. Know that their work is a mystery to many but the word of God exposes them. Hurricanes, which are, listen to this one, spawned in the Bermuda Triangle, are caused by a spiritual warfare between the forces of evil and good. One of Satan's rulers, Leviathan, is said to make the depth boil like a pot and the sea like a jar of ointment. So every time that we have a hurricane, we're gonna know where it's coming from. And they come because there is a war between them. One of the things that we need to know personally is that Salvation comes as a result of breaking the powers of marine spirits. There are many cities that are completely bound. Okay, Satan attempts to build a stronghold in the sea. And I can talk to you about uh, Egypt and Babylon and all of that, but I'm not here for that. I need you to understand this is from God. Listen to what God says. The islands have a special place in the heart of God because he knows that because they're surrounded by water, these marine spirits want to control them. And the ones that suffer 
are the people that live in the islands. Many islands have a strong witchcraft roots that need to be destroyed. The West Indies, Indonesia, and the Philippines. These are islands that has a strong marine influence. You know that God is going to judge the waters. And we know about all of that is in the Bible. But I want to get to something that really um, um, touched my heart. Because the question that you might be asking yourself now is how does this has to do anything with me? You know, I didn't know any of this because I have never been involved with anybody that told me about that. But you know that witches look for water to do their, their works. There are many scriptures that refer to deliverance from water, floods, and death. These scriptures can be used in casting out marine spirits. We can lose people from the power of the sea and deliver their soul from the depths of the sea. I'm going to say that again. It's our job to lose them from the powers of the sea and deliver their soul from the depths of the sea. And we do that by releasing the word of the Lord against the spirit. People bound by perversion, pride, loss, witchcraft are often controlled by marine spirit. It is our job to deliver them. Fasting is another powerful tool against marine spirit. There are some that you cannot defeat through fasting and prayer. You need the, the, you need the mercy of God to be delivered. Marine spirits are a different kind of demons. They are multitudes of these spirits connected to the waters. They don't only live in the land, live in the water, but they affect people in the land. Remember that Leviathan is the king of pride. And we, we talk a little bit about it, but there's some things that there is an inability for us to draw out and conquer Leviathan. I am not going to talk about that because I'm getting to a place that I need to take you. Because again, you might be asking yourself, why is this important? If you're proud and stubborn, a water spirit is working in you. If you don't want to change, 
you know that there's something's wrong. The water spirit controls you. It doesn't matter. Like I always say, obedience is better than sacrifice. So know that people that are proud and are stubborn are controlled by those spirits. Leviathan represents pride. He will never humble himself. People that never say, please forgive me, they have the spirit operating in them. Proud people don't sense and need to pray. One of the manifestations of pride is not seeking God. Humble people recognize the need to make supplications. And those who are controlled by Leviathan will have a difficult time making supplication. They have a difficult time asking for help. And they often speak harshly to others. The tone of their voice is an indication as to whether one is manifesting pride. Leviathan will never enter into a covenant. He is an independent and proud spirit. He will never submit to serve another. He is a king over all the children of pride. And pride hinders people from entering into or walking in covenant. It takes humility to enter into a walk in covenant. A covenant is a mutual agreement between two parties. Pride will also blind a person from receiving and walking in the covenant. Our God is a covenant keeping God. Salvation, healing, deliverance, prosperity, and the gift of the spirit, miracles, signs, and wonders are all part of the new covenant and it takes humility to receive and walk in this revelation of our covenant that's why many believers in some churches reject part of the new covenant some reject healing some reject deliverance some reject the baptism of the holy spirit and the gift and it is because the spirit of Leviathan has blocked many from walking in the fullness of the covenant we have through Jesus Christ. There is a different type of pride also, and it's called a religious pride. Religious pride says my church or my denomination has all the truth. Religious pride says I couldn't be God if we don't practice or believe it. It could not be God if we don't practice or believe it. These attitudes are nothing but manifestation of Leviathan. 
the next question the Lord asks is, will thou take him for a servant forever? And they're talking about Job. Pride will prevent you from submitting to and serving another person. Pride always wants to be on top and in control. Pride wants everyone to submit to him or her. It does not surprise me that so many people have a problem submitting and serving somebody else. The reason being so many people have a problem with Leviathan is because if you have a problem submitting from the heart and serving that other person, Leviathan is controlling your life. Jesus is our example of humility. He humbled himself and became a servant, even to the extent of washing his disciples' feet. Again, the answer is Leviathan is not a pet and cannot be tamed. If you give on what he wants, Leviathan wants, he will always control you for the rest of your life. He will control you and will cause pain in your life and the, and the life of others. The only way is to destroy him by the word of God. The greatest battle you will ever fight is against pride. Leviathan is an awesome foe. Don't underestimate his strength and power. When you enter into a battle with this spirit, you will remember the struggle. The Lord is giving us a picture of pride and showing us our inability to do battle with him. And God recommends to us, never get into a strife or contention with a proud person. Pride will cause you to argue, fight, and be contentious. contentious. There is no rest if you find yourself in a battle with someone controlled by Leviathan. Man's hope of defeating Leviathan alone is a false hope. Our only hope is in the Lord. You cannot master pride in your own strength. You cannot capture him with your own ability. You cannot attack him with your carnal weapons. I don't know how you feel because this is so much, but I needed to do this. I needed to do it because I needed to do it for myself, which I did before, because I needed to know that all of this about water, demons, it is really from God. And then 
how come no one explained that to us before? This, it says pride and arrogancy and haughtiness are all characteristic of Leviathan, self-exaltation, hardness of the heart and rebellion are also manifestation of that spirit. Leviathan also has a strong jaw. In some translation, it's referred to as the crocodile. And because crocodiles are known for their teeth and a strong jaw. Strong jaws produce a strong grip. When this spirit comes on you and get a hold of you, only by the grace of God. The cry for deliverance include a prayer that is going to shatter the enemy's jaw and teeth. The spirit of pride will not be able to hold its victim once their cry is heard and answered. His scales are, are his pride. I was just, what? His scales are his pride. Shut up together as with a closed seal. It says his back is like shields of cast metal, scale pressing on scale. Leviathan pride is in his scales. This spirit is proud of his ability to withstand attack. Pride is able to shield himself with other spirits. The spirit of Leviathan will use other spirits and demons and shields in order to protect himself from attacks. Some people will not receive deliverance from this spirit because his kingdom is so often protected by his scales. What are the scales? I was rejected, lost, hurt, insecurity, shame, fear, self-righteousness, and religious spirit are all demons usually encounter in deliverance, which give a person the reason to hold on to pride. I'm going to say that again. This is a lot, but I needed to know. I needed, God knows that I needed to do this because I need you to know that when we go into the study itself, you know where all of this is coming. This is real. They are like we can call portals in the Bermuda Triangle that people for so many years have wondered what is going on. What is going on? Airplanes that disappear. Uh, ships that disappear. Pride not only affects you, but affects your family. 
because you see pride is the reason that we have satan today we have satan because he was prideful and it will affect everybody in your family and i'm going to say this again because i want you to process this it says that leviathan his back is like shields of cast metal scale pressing on a scale leviathan pride is his scales and what are the scales pride is able to shield himself with other spirit. The spirit of Leviathan will use other spirit as shields in order to protect himself from attack. This shield demons must be dealt with before an attack on Leviathan can be successful. And where are those? Oh, I was rejected. Or oh, you, uh, you have a problem with lust. Oh, I was hurt when I was a little girl. Oh, I, I'm so insecure. You are insecure within yourself. You have shame, you have fear, you have self-righteousness. Everyone else, look at what this one did. Look at the other one, what uh, he or she did. We're always criticizing somebody else and we don't see our scales. That is Leviathan. I'm gonna give you an example that this man of God, I don't know if he's still alive, but this happened in 1993. And I like to do examples when, because you will remember those examples. So let me read this one. It says, one day while involved in a ground level warfare, we encounter a very obstinate demon. The Holy Spirit revealed to us that it was Leviathan. And you can read more about this in uh, Job chapter 40. And, and there, uh, the Bible describes Leviathan as an awesome monster, which scales that cannot be penetrated by any earthly weapon. The scales of Leviathan we faced that that day were made up of layers of demons holding a particular person in bondage. The weapons of our warfare cannot be carnal, so we have the power over Leviathan. That battle plan was stripped away. And Leviathan scales, which was the demons that were working with her or him, one by one until they left, one by one 
until the strongman Leviathan was exposed. This illustrates how by casting out weaker spirit, we can gain the victory over the stronger one. And that is something that it's refreshing. And if like, if you're gonna cast, what they're saying is that if you're gonna cast because the other little demons, you know, is the spirit of rejection that is working you, you have to deal with that. You have to deal with the spirit of lust. And as you, Take them out one by one in security, shame, fear, self-rationalist, religious spirit. As you take one by one, then you can deal with, with uh, Leviathan. He's very proud. He's very proud of his ability to protect himself with his uh, scales. I am just amazed. Air represents the spirit. The word spirit in the Hebrew word and the Greek word meaning wind, air, or breath. Breath is essential for life. Leviathan scales are so tightly joined that no air can flow. Pride is a spirit that will block a person from flowing in the spirit. People who have a hard time flowing in the gifts of the spirit are often battling with the spirit of Leviathan. Leviathan is a ruling spirit over many religious groups who reject the baptism of the Holy Spirit and his gift. Religious pride is a spirit that tells us you have it all. You don't need anything. Your denomination is the only that one that is right. Leviathan scales represents group of demons that lead together to protect him. He's a ruling spirit that has numerous demons under his command. Remember, he is a king over all the children of pride. I want you to, I, I'm going to, you need to process this. Leviathan is a spirit that has numerous demons under his command. He's called about the king over all the children of pride. Those scales are so tied that there is no way, not even air, to go through it. These demons, or any demon, they draw strength from each other by linking together. Demons will work in any convenient system to bind an individual to destroy an individual by creating not only a chain, but also they create a demonic network to get you that you cannot leave. They resist separation and join themselves tightly together 
to hold you or me in bondage. There is a translation in one of the uh, Bibles that says they clasp one clasp, C-L-A-S-P, one another, joined so closely that they cannot be separated by anybody. Only the Lord can separate and divide them. We have the power in the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost to separate and cast out Leviathan shield and the demons. I am looking because I don't want before we pray, I don't want to forget anything. But I I, I am at peace. And uh, I think that I I needed you to know that this is of God and that this is in the Bible and that we needed to know because at the beginning you know i'm having a problem with all these things that are new that but i i, I just wanted you to know that um, this is all god and if he, he wants me to release you this book i will give it to you so for everybody to read it and to understand it and even to pass it on but i have to wait for him to tell me it says a strong neck refers to being stubborn and stiff necked. Stubbornness and rebellions are two more manifestations of pride. Stubbornness is the refusal to change. Many leaders and churches refuse to change when a new flow of the spirit is being released upon the body of Christ. There is a resistance to change is nothing but a manifestation of Leviathan. It says in 1 Samuel 15, 23, it says, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Stubbornness will cause a man to reject the word of the Lord. Change is a part of life. You cannot grow without change. And we must be flexible in order to change when God says that we need to change. There are always new things being birthed and released in the kingdom. And we need to be listening to God's voice all the time to see what he wants. In this ministry, I am amazed at the way God changes everything constantly. He tells me to do a ministry uh, of whatever i want you to teach these people and then a year or two god says no it's over and i always felt myself personally because i'm a very uh i'm a person that i'm a planner and i don't like to start something and leave it so i always felt through all these years of being working with the lord or the lord working with me that maybe i'm on a state i'm unstable and I said, Lord, if this is you or if this is me. Right now, right now, I'm working in a project and that I cannot even explain within myself. I just hear God and I take the next step. But in Ministry of Fire, I understand that we're not to stay 
doing the same thing until Jesus come. That God wants to take us from glory to glory and that when something God gives instructions that we need to move, we need to move. I'm, I'm willing to do everything that God says, but in the quietness of my room and before the Lord, I always go and say, Lord, is this is you? Because the majority of the churches that we know out there, they've been in existence for 20 years and they always do the same thing. You've been there 20 years uh, ago and you go now and they're still doing the same thing. And in Ministry of Fire, the Spirit of God is flowing all the time and He's the one that is moving, 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 and moving to the right, moving to the left. And I praise God because it's all about Him. And it is by His grace and mercy that I am always able to listen and to move. And I always tell God, Lord, I will move even if it's just by myself. If people don't want to go, it's okay because I will go. And if they call me crazy or whatever they want to call, it's okay. I don't have a problem with that because the only thing I have is God. I cannot depend on anybody. I only depend on God. So we need to know that there is the Leviathan spirit when people don't want to change. When God gives you a mandate to do something, and, and you refuse to do it, it's the Leviathan spirit that is working in you. You are refusing to hear. You are anti-submissive. In other words, you are not submitting to God. You said God is first in your life, but when he tells you to do what I'm doing now, I said, no, where is the money? Why do I have to do this? We always, we always have an excuse. But God is telling us today that when you're refusing to do something that you know that you need to do, you are anti-submissive, that you are unteachable, and that you are stiff-necked. And those are the pride of uh, those are the manifestations of pride and Leviathan. Another uh, characteristic of the spirit of Leviathan is being unyielding and unbending. To yield means to submit by giving away force, argument, persuasion. It means that you just submit without asking questions. It means to relinquish your rights. People that People who are set in their ways are being controlled by Leviathan. Leviathan, he, he refused to, to yield. Many believers suffer from the condition of hardness, of heart. Listen, when your heart is hardened, there is no hope for you. I want you to think about it. <laughs> There is no hope for you because the Bible says, don't let your heart be hardened. Hardness of heart prevent us from walking in the fullness of God's blessing. 
Pharaoh, who is also referred to as the great dragon, he hardened his heart and was destroyed in the Red Sea. Leviathan hinders spiritual growth. Sleepiness while trying to pray, to study the word of God, or even while sitting in a service are the manifestation of this, that spirit. People who have problems praying or understanding the word of God are often controlled by Leviathan. An inability to remember scriptures or recall the word have also been traced to Leviathan. However, God is able to humble, to humble and destroy Leviathan who raises himself He's always exalting himself. People who manifest Leviathan spirit can be like monsters to deal with. It is as if you are dealing with Godzilla himself. Pride is a stronghold that can only be pulled down with a spiritual weapons instead of a natural sword that we have. We have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We have encountered Leviathan in deliverance many times, and we have witnessed the spirit actually laughing at the workers. Leviathan is so confident of his armor, which are the scales, and strength that he mocks those who will dare to attack him. Mockery can also be manifestation of Leviathan. Leviathan lives in the depths. Pride is so deep in man that it is difficult to draw him out because he lives so deep within us that to become humble is almost impossible. Leviathan also lives in the path of the sea. Wherever pride goes, he leaves a trail behind. Wherever you look, you can see a trail of misery and broken lives and destruction. Do not walk in the path of pride. It is a path that leads to shame and destruction. Related, and I'm gonna finish with it, related a spirit of pride, anger, Arrogancy, conceit, contention, defiance, disobedience, ego, haughtiness, intellectualism, lofty manipulation, perfection, pride of knowledge, rage, scorn, self-exaltation, selfishness, self-righteousness, strife, unbending, unwilling to apologize, unyielding, and wrath. Anti-submissive always boasting, always want to have control, always uh, cursing, hard-hearted, independence, intolerance, lying, mockery, self-centered, rebellion, self-importance, self-promotion, shame, stubbornness, and unwilling to admit wrong, unwilling to change, vanity, 
and witchcraft. I know that uh, this is very hard for us to understand. And we can say that God has all the power. Why do we have to go through this? I want you to write these notes. And there are uh, strategies or prayers to defeat marine demons. Number one, you need to worship. Psalm 95, 1 through 6. Praise him that created the sea. So we have to pray God. Psalm 33, 1 to 7. Declare and decree God's authority over the waters. Psalm 104, 9. Command the waters to praise God. Psalm 98, 7 and 9. 7 to 9. You need to ask God to break the heads of the dragons in the waters. Psalm 74, 13. And Isaiah 27, 1. Ask God to awake and pierce Rahab. Isaiah 51.9. Blow the shofars over the water. It means the word of God. You, you're going to speak the word of God over the water. Psalm 29.3. Sing songs concerning author, God's authority over the waters. Use salt which represents cleansing and purification of the waters. Command the deep to praise and command God's wonders in the deep to praise. That's Psalm 148, 11 and Psalm 107, 24. I'm going to go over again. Number one, you're going to worship the Lord, Psalm 95, 1, 6. You're going to praise him and that praise him, the, the one that created the seas, Psalm 33, 1 to 7. Declare and decree God's authority over the waters, Psalm 104, 9. Command the waters to praise him, Psalm 98, 7 to 9. Ask God to break the heads of the dragons in the water. Psalm 74, 13, and Isaiah, Isaiah 27, 1. Ask God to awake and pierce Rehab, Rahab, Isaiah 51, 9. Blow the shofar over the waters. It means to speak the word of God over the water. Psalm 29, 3. Sing songs concerning God's authority over the waters. Use salt 
which represent cleansing and purification of the waters, and command the deep to praise, and command God's wonders in the deep to praise him. Psalm 148, 11, and Psalm 107, 24. Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord. I pray that everything I did, it was what you wanted me to do, Lord. If there is anything that I forgot or that I need to go back, Father, you tell me. You tell me. And Father, Father God, I, I pray that they will take these Bible verses, that they will meditate in what they learn. That if you allow me to uh, share this book, Lord, that will be my desire, but it's only you the one that says yes or no. Father, I pray wall of fire and hedge of protection. I pray, Father God, I pray the blood of Jesus over their lives as they study. I pray, Father God, for you to take over their life, to give them revelation as they pray, Father God, and they seek you concerning this issue, Father. Lord, I thank you because you are God, Lord. They are protected in the name of Jesus, Lord. I know that it's a prayer request, Father. We pray and we come all to an agreement, Father. Lord, let the spirit of sickness go in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of sickness go over this child in Jesus' name. You are the healer. You are the healer. Father God, to you be the glory. I just wanted to remind you that next week on Friday, uh, we have a guest speaker. The program is not going to be at 9, but it's going to be at 12 midnight. Why? Because we have a conference and we finish around 10. So we're going to run and we're going to do the podcast next Friday at 12 midnight. Be ready because your life is going to change. We have a guest speaker, and he is going to bless you. Don't fear. Don't fear. But know that God is with you, and that as you seek God, he's going to give you new and fresh revelation concerning this issue. Know this is all from God. And now that we know, we can declare and decree that we are all free in the name of Jesus. Because knowledge brings freedom. In Jesus' name, I bless you until next Friday. Thank you for joining us. And know that God is on your side. Have a wonderful week with many, 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 many miracles and many testimonies. Love you guys. Be blessed. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, 
against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armour of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Put on the whole armour of God. Yes, put on the whole armour of God. <laughs>